Hey everybody and welcome back to Rugby Wrap-Up and this week's What Are the Odds? Your Major League Rugby Sports Betting Show starring WWE legend and Fox Business analyst John Bradshaw Layfield, his gambling guru, the best sports better ever, the Philly Godfather, and our gift of rugby, Gift Abelu of the Gift Time Rugby Network, host of the Grow Rugby Show and director of the HBCU Rugby Classic. Guys... A wild, wacky weekend of Major League Rugby. Three, three, and three for me, you, and the Godfather, John. But gift, not so much. If we were just going against wins and losses, the thing would have been much better. But we want to go against the spread. We need to do the spread. <laughs> but that's what we do here. And as a result, you got the wooden spoon again this week. You're the rightful owner. Call shenanigans. That's all I say. Call shenanigans. My predictions were right. My numbers, eh. Who needs numbers? We only care about black and white in this situation. Wins and losses. Wins and losses. <laughs> it's it's about the spread. The name of the show is What Are the Odds? Gift. Godfather, you've gambled millions of dollars over the years. You've won millions of dollars, lived in a big mansion, got alpacas and all kinds of fancy cars because you're so successful. How does that work when you go up to the sports book and say, hey, listen, my team won. <laughs> you know what they do? They laugh at you and they just rip them. <laughs> <laughs> Back of the line, get out of here. So, I won't mention that you were one in five. We'll just leave that as the graphic gift. But, uh... <laughs> well, you know, Matt, you know, I had a feeling last week. I even said you got to fade the gifter uh, this week. Uh, just uh, He was just smoking hot, and I don't know if he was smoking or not, but last week he definitely wasn't smoking. You know better than anybody. It's hard to keep up that pace, but. The boomerang. Yeah. <laughs> That's the switch up. We went from the sword to the boomerang. It threw off the whole thing. The boomerang. GIF was hot and it came right back to him. The gold mine didn't work anymore. The Nala voodoo stopped with the boomerang. Yeah, Nola won, but it's it's not what we do. You know, they, they got to cover the spread. And the spread was four. Nola did not cover that. And you said that Nola was going to run rickshaw over Houston. Yeah. You know, I, I didn't realize that this whole week was supposed to be a weekend of uh, Bizarro World where the rivalry games wanted to actually be rivalries and winners wanted to become losers and losers suddenly wanted to rise to the occasion. It was a Mother's Day dimension. I forgot to take that into consideration. It ended up that way where spreads were not taken into consideration. I think a few mother effers were thrown around on Mother's Day after <laughs> some of these results. And, and Godfather, we witnessed John right on this very show go Benedict Arnold on the state of Texas. I was actually a little too nice calling John Bennett Arnold because Bennett Arnold was actually a hero during the Revolutionary War, and later he became a traitor. So those words were kind of too nice for John, what John did last week, but I'm not going to say nothing else about the subject. Yeah, you know, John, do you want to say anything in your, in your – no, okay, good. No, no, I, uh, no, I, I want to just address it just because, I look, I'm not into conspiracy theories, and I'm not trying to make excuses – but about 185 years on the astrological cycle, Pluto gets in Uranus. And it happened last time with the Alamo in Texas, and we lost. And that's what happened this time. It's the 185-year-old Texas curse is what it is. Whatever gets in Uranus doesn't matter to me. It's just picking the matches. So let's keep it clean. This is a family show, John. What, what am I, Neil deGrasse Tyson? <laughs> And that was a, yes, yes, yes. Godfather, right out of the gate, we saw that these two were, were in cahoots. We knew it was go the other way. And, you know, I heard Elon Musk has a rocket going to Uranus or something in the near future. I'm not sure. We're going to sponsor on the side of it. <laughs> what if they take Dogecoin for a rocket to Uranus? 
John, you had a shot at redemption with Austin and New England, and you were wrong about both your Texas teams. Look, I'm not going to make excuses. Best thing else is this a, a little story, okay? It's a, it's a, I'm in East Texas, and I've got this neighbor down here. He's named Jed. He's a real poor, poor East Texas man. Could barely keep his family fed. One day he got up and got a gun, and he was shooting at a possum because he was hungry. But he missed that food, and up through the ground came some bubbling crude oil, black gold. Texas tea. Now, Texas is known for being part of theme songs for funny sitcoms with floppy-haired uncles with hot daughters that's got two names, but it's also known for the Texas curse. The Texas curse, which I explained a second ago with Neil deGrasse Tyson, is the reason this happened. Last time it happened was the Alamo. That explains it perfectly. Thank you for that, Jethro. (laughs) (laughs) Seriously, all joking aside, uh, I don't want to waste it. I'm buried. (laughs) okay i went out in the yard i performed like a ritual now you yankees up north don't know about that gift and i do being good southern boys buried that curse it's like voodoo so this week it's back to normal please call the authorities i think his neighbor has gone missing as well (laughs) his name is jed if you're down in that neck of the woods stay away from john's house we've seen swords we've seen shovels the next thing is duct tape and a chevy van asking you if you want to go for a ride I need to get my neighbor back. I'll throw my boomerang. I would throw it to Matt, but it's like telling any joke. It's over his head. He wouldn't get it. Go ahead. I'm an easy target. Come on. Keep coming at me. Just keep coming at me. It's it's okay. Atlanta at Toronto in Atlanta. Fire and ice cup. The first one, the arrows had a meltdown. Just seconds away from winning this match. All they had to do was hold on to the ball. They take a penalty. This is where Atlanta's got some set of Scott Lawrence. They kick to the corner, get a line out and then going for the try after time has expired. Unbelievable match, but not if you're betting on the game, Godfather. Yeah, I mean, we had the right side. We had, man. Toronto, you know, after putting up 50 points two weeks in a row, they came out flat against Nola. And again, uh, against Atlanta, they just couldn't find a way to win. Atlanta has the big cojones, like you said, and they won the game at the end, and we covered the spread, and we won some money. Gift, any Sadiddy stuff going on there with Atlanta in, in that win? Because I know that I think you got that one right. I told you from the beginning, you look back at March 22nd. Toronto can't beat Atlanta at home. Schematics, baby! This is when Atlanta comes back into it. Atlanta is Atlanta. Sadiddy New Orleans will still rise, even whenever the other New Orleans continues to rise and just happens to fall in a little bit of a numbers game. Is the topsy-turviness of Toronto. They come out strong, but don't trust those 52 points because they don't mean anything. John, you know, for a one-in-five guy, the kid's got conviction. It made as much sense as my neighbor, Jet. <laughs> Struck gold, though! Struck gold! <laughs> Up from the ground came some bubbling crude. Oil, that is. Black gold, Texas tea. Let's get through the algorithms of, of YouTube. We're going to get flagged on this, but we'll, we'll keep it. Next one up, Old Glory going into Utah. The track meet, it was a final score of 34-33 in favor of the Warriors' godfather. Yeah, I mean, Old Glory was looking for a win. They had lost three of their last four, and uh, they were playing the hearts out. It's just... Utah found a way to win, and uh, even though we lost some money on the game, Utah was the right side, winning outright. But uh, at the end of the day, the point spread is a great equalizer, and we couldn't get the you know we couldn't get the cover. But DC was fighting for their lives; they played a tough match. John, your boys, you picked them. You won this one. 
Yeah, Philly got probably right. The D.C. boys, they were fighting for their lives, and they fought incredibly hard. You know, you have two tries to, uh, saving tackles by Old Glory, or it could have been over a little bit earlier. At the very end, Utah finds a way to score with uh, an extra time, make the, make the two-point conversion. Would you trade your win and your earnings that you won on this game for an Old Glory win? So would I trade money for this pick? Because it was a correct pick with the points for an Old Glory victory. Judge says, no, I love my wallet. Yeah. Okay. That's what my loyalty is. That's the answer we wanted, John. That's the answer we wanted. Gift, do you have anything to say about this match? I got the winners. I got, I picked the side correctly. Again, the Mother's Day, the Mother's Day massacre for my guesses, completely making something very beautiful into something very dark and ugly underneath with these spread so we'll we'll, we'll let it go yeah, yeah i have reminded him it's a gambling show i think he's aware of it we're only nine shows in so i think he's getting it finally but <laughs> is that game called the flat or the flow <laughs> it is called being up in terms of accuracy but not efficiency all right that's all it is feelings over facts Los Angeles into Jersey City to face New York. New York won this one 18-16 while L.A. was laying 12. Only one of us got this one right. Guys, let's just check out this video real fast before we talk about the New York match. JBL, I am Mama Lizard here, and I don't want to hear you saying anything bad about my friend. The commentator who does all the Rooney matches, who calls them, and is very, very good. So you'll be talking to me if that happens again. Okay? G B L. I'm in absolute shock. You are a stooge. An absolute stooge. You go to a fine woman like Steve Lewis's mother, who is a fine lady, a smart lady, and you tell on me unbelievable you bury me actually you buried yourself because you said it on the show i said about the show but you going out drinking with the famous guy stephen the lizard lewis and you getting some type of inside information which obviously came in handy because you picked you're the only one that picked new york the snitches get stitches rule snitches <laughs> get stitches your nickname is the snitch from last week we used to have this rule on the schoolyard, you know, whatever happened on the schoolyard stays in the schoolyard. And if the teachers say anything, you know, deny, deny, deny. For those who break the code, can't be held accountable for what happened afterwards. <laughs> there was something funny about that game. I called timeout last week. There was something going on behind the scenes. I saw a guy that looked like you on the field. It ended up being Jimmy Batista. There was some envelopes involved. <laughs> something was going on. I knew something was fishy from the door. There was a missed penalty kick that was called good. Oof. Some kind of fix was there. I, I don't want to say, I don't want to make any accusations, but anytime you see Jimmy Batista at any stadium, there's yeah. something. Yeah. Hey, it's Jersey City. How you doing? Donahue, the referee, maybe? You needed a win. How you doing? But the point spreads aside, if they had lost that match on a kick that was a foot wide, Jersey City would have gone on fire. Uh, they would have went nuts. They would have threw uh, Nathan's hot dogs onto the field. They would have threw the pretzels, uh, slices of pizza. It would have been it would have been just ugly. Those New Yorkers up there are really tough, and uh, I would hate to see what happened if that was the, that was the case. You know what L.A. didn't do? L.A. didn't run to Steve Lewis's mom. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I will again in the future. Just watch your step, pal. Just watch your step. When, when she's boxing your ears. Stooge. Stooge. How the big tough wrestler is. Stooge. 
Gift, let's get back to something normal. One of your quotes about the Seattle-San Diego match was, the Legion are back on the road where they are supposed to be, and they will win. Once again, San Diego takes a moment, you give them a chance, and they just throw it away. This was their game to have, even against Seattle in their home, not even a full stadium, not even the full crowd. Now I just have to go, this is the battle of the worst at this point. I, I should have taken that into consideration. And San Diego has talent, but apparently they don't want to use it. They're going to let the Seattle team continue to run rickshaw on them. The Mother's Day Massacre. Uh, basically, San Diego is reeling right now. They've lost five of their last six. While we saw some life in Seattle the previous week against New York, losing by two points, this is a team that I'm looking to bet uh, moving forward. I think Seattle's starting to get things together. And I think you'll be able to make some money on the Seattle team moving forward. Yeah, and the Seattle win looks a lot better after New York. They play very well at home. You know, they've been a league champion a couple of times. I think they're starting to come around. I think so, too. And Starfire is a tough place to play. I don't care how, how beaten up they are when you go up there. That is a tough place to play. All right, guys, we got to take a quick break, but we'll be back with our picks, which are going to be very interesting if, any, if last weekend is any indication. So don't go away. We'll be right back. Been blind since I was four, and I've never seen a beer commercial or a beer label. None of that stuff influences me. I drink beer because of the taste. And my beer is Pabst Blue Ribbon. It has the taste and the flavor. What do you think is on the label? I think there's a, a naked woman riding on a unicorn, jumping over fire. Oh, that's good beer. If you're in New York City and want to watch some great rugby, have some great food, and some great times, go to the world's best rugby pub, The Pig & Whistle, on West 36th Street. Yogi Berra of rugby, Mr. John Bradshaw Layfield, the WWE Hall of Famer and the best sports better ever in the Philly Godfather. Toronto, a team that we can't figure, going to play a team that we can't figure in Houston in their great stadium. Houston minus three. John, here's a shot at redemption for you in Texas. Oh yeah, this is all about the Texas curse being gone. You know, as I said, I have buried the Texas curse. And you look at what happened last time there was a curse, 1836 March. Put it down in your calendar. It was the Alamo. And you know what happened right after that? The next battle, the Battle of San Jacinto, they won it and they captured Santa Ana, the general of the foreign country. The foreign countries don't do well after Texas curses have been buried. Look at the Alamo. Very simple, okay? This is historic. Toronto has no chance coming in to play Houston this week. I don't care if it's a million points. You're anti-Toronto. You're anti-Canadian. That's what I no, read no, I'm not anti-Canadian. You just don't like anybody not, Canadian. He doesn't like Canadians. He doesn't no, like no, Canadians. no. It has nothing. It's just, this is historic. Gift? <sighs> These two teams have nothing for each other. And as a result, whenever there's no teams, you can only go off of one thing when it comes to the bipolar teams. Who's got the most solid foundation? This is going to be one of those close games. Uh, probably another 22 to 19 kind of game. So Toronto will get the points. Houston for the win. Going back to what Layfield said, I don't want to – man, I got to let it out. Layfield actually told me he hates Canadian bacon. <laughs> so that might be his bias on this one. 
But uh, you got two teams here that have lost a combined five games in a row. I mean, Toronto's lost two in a row. Houston's lost three in a row. But the way Houston has lost, it looks like they're playing some better football. They were in that game against L.A. They were in uh, both their previous games. And now they're at home. I think they end up with a victory here. Uh, I'll lay the three points with Houston. And I do like Canadian bacon. Full disclosure, I'll be calling this game, John, so you might want to tune out. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I'll be down in Texas. Curse. I'll be down in Texas. I'll be, I'll be topless in the booth to to try to get some kind of attention. Uh, All my nightmares. All my nightmares. Because I'm going to be in the stadium in the state of Texas, I'd have to be crazy not to pick Houston, especially with Paul Emmerich down there, a friend of mine. But I am going to pick Toronto because I am stupid enough to continue to drink the Toronto Arrow juice. I'm taking the three points. Both of these teams are going to score over 25 points. The next one up is as difficult. It's New York going to Austin, John. Austin minus three at home. You've got a team coming off a high, a team coming off a tough loss. You've got your fellow Texans in yet again. Yeah, you know, New York had a bad game and a half. You know, the last two games, the second half of the last game, they, they shut out Seattle in the second half. That allowed no points. Uh, Seattle had a chance to win it in a, in a final kick, but didn't make it. You know, it shows a lot, uh, you know, what Steve Lewis' influence is. And a big shout-out to uh, Mama Lewis out there, who's a big fan. We like her a lot. You can't do uh, that now. You, you, <laughs> you go both – two. it's two sides of the fence layfield here. What? He's just well, riding the – you just well, keep going back and forth. Listen to – people. So it's, what I'm saying is it's hard it's to say. Oh, you bullshit. That was a bad word. That was a bad word. There's no reason for that, okay? Judge. How many props do you have over there? United scares me a little bit, okay? It's kind of like Houston when Houston went two games without scoring and all of a sudden puts up 30-plus points. A little inconsistency. So I'm going to go with the home state. I'm going to go with God bless Texas. And I'm going to go with the physicality of Austin. You finally made a decent point at the end there, but I'm going to listen to Gift before Godfather steps in with real information. Go ahead, Gift. Austin got embarrassed by proving that if you score over 20 points on them, they can't win. New York got this beautiful out of the blue win <laughs> against the best offense. When you combine those two together, you get a team that is feeling way too good about themselves and a team that is feeling way too much like they owe something. And when you get the team that gets that's at home and they feel like they owe something, this goes all to Austin. New York got a great win against LA. It was a pure flub, but you know what? Every once in a while you get this quite moment and Austin will come back as a result because New York does not feel like being consistent enough to get there. So big win going to Austin. Overall, <laughs> what do you say, Godfather? I don't remember anything Gift just said, but I kind of agree with him. I mean, you got an all team here <laughs> that, uh, you know, last week was the first time since the first week of the season that they gave up over 20 points. And this is definitely a letdown spot for New York. New York has a better record, but Austin has a better point differential on the year. Uh, like I said, Austin has a better defense. New York coming off a big emotional win against an L.A. team. It's a, it's a letdown spot for New York. I like Austin here, minus three. Yeah. Get, get you guys, are, what are you, crazy? They just beat the Giltanis. The Gilgronis are the little brother of the Giltanis. They don't have any of the offensive firepower that the Giltanis have. New York is finally starting to click. This is a strong team, a mentally strong team. Plus, they'll kick my ass if I pick against them. So I am going with New York. All the way to New York. Wait, wait, Matt, what do you know that we don't know? This is the second week in a row that you sound so confident 
on this New York team? What's going on? I'm afraid of Dylan Fawcett. You don't know what it's like. There's some wise guys up there in New York doing a couple things, you know what I mean? They play in Jersey City. I'm from Jersey City. I live in New York City. You do the math. I hear things. You might hear some things. You might hear some things, like whatever. You know, you might hear some things. Look, I happen to know something about fixed sports, okay? When I was WWE <laughs> champion, it was legit. It was real. And I understand since of course, then, they've of course. They've had some fixed matches. Of course. But I'm worried about what is going on right now with you in this roller derby scenario of rugby. No sheriff in this town. John, your latest adopted team, the New England Free Jacks, are going into Atlanta. New England on the road, minus three. Yeah, this one's tough for me. Uh, Atlanta plays really well at home, and New England scores a ton of points. This is a toss-up to me. You know what? When, when Philly Godfather says when it's a toss-up, go with the home dog. Home dog. Home dog. Let's go to Giff. New England just took on the best defense in, in MLR right now. Regardless of whatever you want to tell you about them, they're coming into, like, warm weather because, uh, you know, I, I don't know what it is like up north, but I assume that it's just frosty constantly, just every single day. And now New England has the pleasure of having beat Austin. Atlanta's a good team, but Free Jacks are coming off a, a, a nice little high, and they're going to probably continue that on in the, the sweet, smooth grounds of life. This one's going to be points going to... New England, Sedity, New Orleans falls again. Godfather, that makes sense to you? I need some aspirin, but uh, <laughs> New England right now, they're smoking hot. They won four of their last five. But if you look at these two teams, they got the same exact record, almost the same exact point differential on the year. This game's a coin flip, like John said. Ah, I'll take the speed with uh, with Atlanta at home. I'll take, uh, I'll take the points with Atlanta plus three. Gift, you made sense to me, and you talked me into New England earlier against these two guys, and we won. And I think we got it, brother. I think we got New England. I'm feeling the free jacks. We got this. We, we got, got this. We We're got taking it. back the boomerang. Uh, do the do the money line thing, uh, Godfather, and double down and put squibs on it, and, and maybe some up talk. And we'll go. Well, we'll, you better off laying the points because the money lines are right around 160. So you would have to risk 160 to 100. And if you lose, you're gonna lose more money. Just just lay the 110 on the minus. Okay, three. I'm gonna lay the yeah. 110 on the minus 50. Next one up, Utah going into Los Angeles. Los Angeles minus 11, and they're playing at that fancy pants new stadium, John. Yeah, and this is everything emotional tells you, I think, to take the Giltinis here. You know, the Giltinis go up there, they lose a very emotional game up in New York. They, they score just a, it's, it's the fewest points the entire season. Utah has an incredible home win with the last second try to win the game over D.C. They're going to have, a, I think, a letdown. The Gutinis are going to want to run Rick Shaw over Utah. I go at Gutinis here, and I'm, I don't think 11 points is enough. Uh, Gift, your buddy Rick Shaw was brought up again. What do you think? Is he going to have an influence on the game? I didn't even know he was on the roster, but apparently you finally got him into the league. So hey, He's the 16th man on the field right there, and uh, I, I have to follow suit. The number one media market in the country lost to the number two media market in the country, and you think you're going to let that be stood to lose to the guys in the mountains? I don't think so. That's not happening. <laughs> like, LA's guys in the back. mountains. <laughs> Like, like. <laughs> the guys in the mountains. <laughs> we call it the what guys it is. In the mountains. Jeremiah Johnson <laughs> and the Utah Warriors going into Los Angeles. It's a lot of points, Godfather. And who knows? Was this the blow that knocked the Giltinis off their high horse? I mean, I usually like taking underdogs. And Utah, even though their record's four and three, if you look at their losses, they've lost by an average of three points or less. 
you know, all three of their uh, losses on the year. So they played some really tough games. The record could be a little better than it indicates. I like their point differential, but I think this is a bounce back game for LA. I think LA is going to make a statement here. I don't think 11 points is enough. Uh, unless you know something again this week that no one else knows. Ooh, I'm taking ooh. LA minus the 11. Good question. I just know that LA, I, they were very impressive in person. They were the one team that came in here and didn't moan about the pitch. They were all smiles. They were like, this is great. It's rugby. They were all cool. They're very professional rugby players. And as a result, I think they're going to run the guilt, the, the, the road warriors, not necessarily out of the building because Sean Pittman's got those guys in Utah playing well, but I think it's going to be 14 points or better. Were they, were they upset? Were they moaning and crying about the envelopes being passed around last week? They were, they were like, Hey, you know, I said, you got a problem with it? I got, you know, <laughs> what do you want? You want your bus? You want, you want the bus to work? You want flat tires? You want to get back to the airport? What do you want? You want a roadblock? What do you want? So the guys from the mountains, the guys from the mountains are going to lose. <laughs> To the professionals. John, who's that? Was that Mrs. Lewis, Mama Lewis, calling you up? That was Mama Lewis calling me. And uh, thank goodness, because she's a wonderful lady, yeah. and, and I like her very much. Yeah. And her son is, is a good man. He has compatriots that are not such good people. It's not, un- it's not undoing the damage. Hangs around with guys that are in ill repute. Your ass kissing is not going to undo the damage that's already been done. You're going straight to hell, and Mama Lewis is going to be driving you there. Okay? The next one. Maybe up- I'll see the mountain guys there. <laughs> Guys from the mountains, the Utah Warriors, next on Rugby Wrap-Up. All right, gift. New Orleans at San Diego. New Orleans on the road, minus five. New Orleans gets to go back into warm environment. That means it's going to be a track meet. Even San Diego playing well. Are you watching the Padres? San Diego Legion are not playing well. You got the right. We're, We're not talking baseball here, guy. The advantage that San Diego is going to have is that New Orleans is on the road for the second time this year. This is going to be the gold with the points over San Diego in that beautiful, perfect weather because you guys aren't even going to get any rain either. So it's going to work out very favorably. Uh, is it NOLA or NALA? I'm not sure because later that's confused. How do I pronounce it? Seattle. NOLA. Seattle. NALA. Seattle. NALA. Seattle. 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 I asked my neighbor, Jed. Jed told me it was NALA. Seattle. Uh, New Orleans coming off two wins, uh, but they struggled a little bit against Houston. And if you remember when Seattle played Houston, they played kind of tough. Uh, San Diego's lost five of the last six. They're a hungry team. They're a wounded team. They need a win bad. I think five points on the road may be a little too much. Give me San Diego plus the five here. Uh, I think they're they're playing for their lives. New Orleans with Nolan Nate Osborne at the helm are going to win this one on the road for gift. And they're going to cover the spread. All right. And I think we're on our last match, guys. Seattle at D.C. John, your boys, your hometown, one of your 12 favorite teams in the league, minus four at home. Yeah. You know, I was really pulling as a homer for D.C. last week. Yeah. You were okay with winning the money and them losing. And you said earlier that you wouldn't trade that for a win. It's all about my wallet. Yeah. I, I can move uh, with money. I, I, you know, if I lose, I'd have to come down there and live on the field. So, yeah, I, I prefer the money. Your Absolutely. materialism is actually laudable in this instance. Thank you very much. I think they're going to take it at home. Seattle's coming off a big win against San Diego. But when they lose, they lose big. They have a negative 100-point differential on the season. D.C., I think, has lost uh, four of their last five. They're hungry for a win. Uh, I'll lay the four points with the home team. Give me D.C. minus four. I agree with Layfield. Gift, can you talk me out of this? Because uh, I'm right now I'm agreeing with these guys. All right, I'm just going to throw some numbers out here. 42, 52. 57, 30. 
this is all Seattle on the road, all right? Seattle's been doing great at home. It's nice. It's nice to be able to regenerate and win literally one game at home. One. Seattle goes back on the road. Old Glory is not going to allow another West Coast team take them at home. At home? Seriously? And I expect this to be a 15-point win in this one as well, too. Okay. All right. You know what? I'm going to go with D.C. because my 1998 Crown Victoria is on its last legs and I need a car from Paul Sheehy, Sheehy Motor Works. So I think I'm going to go with D.C. at home with some home cooking. And John Bradshaw Layfield, finally, nothing. Absolutely nothing. You still have that car that... That's, you still have that? What do you mean? I was in that car a few years ago with you and Steve Lewis. Why would I get rid of that car? That's you see, you don't, you're, you don't know anything. That's anything. something Jed would drive. <laughs> Godfather. I'm starting to get into this rugby big time. I didn't realize how enjoyable it is, and I just can't get enough of it. Man, I'm, I'm watching all the games this week. Can't wait. Great. Tune into the Houston Toronto match where yours truly will be topless with Grant Cole in the booth. For your career. On that note, gentlemen, I want to thank you for coming on. Mr. John Bradshaw Layfield, the WWE Hall of Famer and King of Brown Nosers and the Yogi Berra of Rugby Gift of the Gift Time Rugby Network. And last but not least, the smartest, the best sports gambler ever in the Philly Godfather. Thank you, gentlemen, and thank you for tuning in. And please tune in next week. But before you do that, check out our other segments, including our Major League Rugby Show. Our global rugby recap, martial law, the Zack attack. And please sign up for our American Red Cross rugby wrap-up blood donor team.